Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of our Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Today it's time for Campania. Let's go into it. Campania. Historical background. Campania is among the first Italian regions to have developed viticulture of importance in pre-Roman times, thanks to the contribution made by the Etruscans who introduced vines to the northernmost territories of the region from the 8th century BC. At that time, Campania was divided into three districts. The first located north of the river Volturno, known as the Agro Falerno, which included a coastal strip of gulfs with the maritime cities of Cume and Neapolis. The second, identified with the Nola Plain, located around Capua, and the third, representing the area of Teano and Cales, towards the Samnite Mountains. Cales, located on the Via Latina, is today's Casilina. These territories were also influenced almost simultaneously by Greek culture, which introduced and spread cultivation techniques and many grape varieties of Oriental origin, more generally referred to as Amine, which genetically indicated their place of origin in Greece. After the Second Punic War, with the Romanization of Southern Italy, Viticulture experienced its greatest expansion, so much so that the concentration of vineyards in Campania was by far the greatest of the whole of Italy. The region's fine wine was carefully stored in large terracotta amphorae, called doli, closed with huge wooden and cork stoppers, to which were attached pitassium, terracotta plaques, on which were noted the area of origin of the grapes, the year of the harvest, and sometimes the name of the merchant. The amphorae were then deposited in underground cellars. The fall of the Roman Empire inevitably led to a crisis in the region. By the 2nd century AD, the development of wine growing in the western provinces, specifically in Gaul, where it coincided with the spread of Christianity, gradually deprived Italian wine producers of their lucrative transalpine markets. From the 5th century AD, there were also the effects of the barbarian invasions, first the Goths, then the Vandals, the Lombards, and then the Byzantines, Greeks from the east, who settled mainly on the coast and pitted the coastal strip against the inland areas with battles and trade wars. 
This resulted in the occupied cities of Gaeta, Naples, Sorrento, and Amalfi, having markedly different histories from a viticultural and analogical point of view. The inland areas were dominated by the Lombards, who called the Byzantine Lepolitans of the coast Greeks. Centuries of decline followed, but in the early 10th century, Benedictine and Basilian monks revived vine cultivation in the region. The arrival of the Normans at the beginning of the 11th century upset the pre-established order because it put an end to the political and administrative divisions of the region and a constant internal conflict and accentuated the territorial and land division between the coastal area already poor in arable lands and the plains and inland areas. Towards the end of the 17th century, the importance of Campania's wines and grapes diminished and a long period of decline began. Wine became little more than a nutritional staple for the region's poor. Over the next two centuries, many things changed in the region's wine-growing sphere, where viticulture and breeding techniques geared towards the production of table grapes became increasingly widespread. Throughout the 19th century, various academic works dwelt on the wine-growing areas of the province of Naples, describing how vineyards were to be established and how the grape harvesting and winemaking were to be organized. These were mostly technical manuals that testified to the general malaise in which the system operated and how precarious the agronomic practices aimed at growing vines were. The effects of wine diseases, powdery mildew and phylloxera, were also felt in Campania. The aphid arrived late in Campania and spread much more slowly than in other parts of Europe, due to the loose nature of the volcanic soils that slowed the movement of the insect. This allowed the analogy of Campania to enjoy a favorable period, during which it exported significant quantities of wine to France, especially from Thorazi. Local wine growers and technicians were under the illusions that phylloxera would never arrive in their vineyards, which were renewed without the use of rootstocks. After a few years, phylloxera struck hard and a large part of the region's viticulture was destroyed. It was not until the middle of the 20th century that viticulture began its renewal, with the recovery of ancient wine-growing areas. Geomorphology Campania is bordered to the west and southwest by the Tyrrhenian Sea, to the northwest by Lazio, to the north by Molise, and to the east by Apulia and Basilicata. Its territory is 50% hilly, 35% mountainous, and the remaining 15 is flat, covering both the Campania Plain and the Sele River Plain. Also belonging to the region are the islands off the coast, Ischia, Capri, and Procida as well as two smaller ones, Vivara and Nisida. The reliefs are mainly located along the central Apennine Ridge, running from northwest to southeast, where the Matese and Taburno massifs are found. Continuing eastwards, the same ridge is followed by an area of plateaus and basins, including those of Benevento and Monte Calvo Irpino, while along the coastal area there are hilly areas of volcanic origin such as Somma Vesuvio, Campi Flegrei, and other of sedimentary origin, such as the Lattari and Massico Mountains. 
The region is rich in water and is crossed by numerous rivers, the most important of which are the Volturno, Sele, and Sarno. The climate varies considerably, essentially distinguishing itself into two climatic zones. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and Other Stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. The first, with a substantially mild climate influenced by the presence of the sea, starts from the Caserta coast and embraces the Neapolitan area with their archipelago and the Salerno coastline. The second has a more temperate subcontinental climate that includes the more inland areas with a higher altitude and strong climatic influence of the mountains. A large part of the region is exposed to humid winds of Atlantic origin due to a relative proximity to the Apennine Ridge to the coastal strip, which results in fairly abundant rainfall throughout the territory. Along the Apennine Ridge, on the border with Molise and Apulia, there are imposing limestone reliefs characterized by karst morphologies. On the coastal strip, interrupted by the volcanic cone of Vesuvius, there are small flat areas of limestone. Another important physical element is the geological instability of the region, which has expressed itself over the centuries in the form of numerous volcanic eruptions, breticisms of varying degrees of severity, and earthquakes, some of considerable intensity. The continuous geological evolution, both ancient and recent, has led to diverse land use, especially in the adoption of slope arrangements the development of which has been greatly influenced over the time by climatic and socioeconomic events. Terrains most suited to vine growing are Irpinia, the Campi Flegrei, and Sanio, as well as the Amalfi Coast and Ischia, the latter not particularly extensive geographically, but where terrace vineyards supported by dry stone walls of limestone blocks or volcanic tufts have developed. Irpinia has a typical geological substratum of a recently uplifted chain with abrupt contact between rocks of different ages and origins, where the valley slopes are made up of flesh deposits, while in the valley floors there are Pliocene sandstone clay deposits. A large part of the territory is covered by pyroclastic materials emitted in various explosive eruptions of the Phlegrian and Vesuvian areas, rendering the soil here particularly fertile. Ayanico reigns in the region. A red grape variety cultivated along the slopes of the Valle del Sabato and northeast to the river Calore in the province of Avellino, where it had spread since the end of the 19th century, along with the white Fiano and Greco varieties. Falangina, another indigenous vine, is cultivated in the Campi Fleglei and Sanio area. Here, it finds its ideal habitat on geological substrates ranging from the hills of the Benevento area, characterized by the presence of terrigenous flesh 
to the hilly areas formed by ash and the lapilli pumice of the flagrate area and the slopes formed by lava slag and tufts of the now extinct volcano of Rocca Molfina. On the slopes of the Monte Massico, north of the river Volturno, lies the production area of the Falerno del Massico DOC, one of the best known and most extolled wines since the Roman times produced in the ancient Agrofalerno. Lastly, on the slopes of Vesuvius, on soils with a strong presence of potassium and rich in leucites, coarse tufts and lapilli, Greco Bianco, also known as Greco di Tufo, is cultivated. However, it is most prevalent around the town of Tufo in the province of Avellino, where crops are grown on soils formed on terrigenous marine sediments subsequently covered by thick pumiceous pyroclastic rocks and cenorites. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.